0: oh shit here we go again
1: what's up ballers we're back with the two-week hiatus it is masters week the last major of the year the biggest one the whole shebang the big enchilada is finally here I didn't think it was ever going to happen, but we got it. They did it. Everybody did it. We all did it. We're here. <laughs> we got the whole crew in the booth. We got Jakey calling in from the Great White North. Jakey, what's going on? What's up, everybody? What's the uh, What's the weather like up
0: there right now? Unbelievable! The the nicest November I can remember in my wow. life. Yeah, wow. and and your new new member now. How's that going? Phenomenal club is. Uh... A big time upgrade. I hope some of the our followers on Instagram saw my little uh, you know yeah. kind of course tour the other day. Um, but yeah, it's big time upgrade. Really good golf course, good design, and uh, nicer amenities. Uh, you know, got a little pool club action with it, so it's uh, it's a good deal.
1: Love that. That is awesome. We yeah. also have the uh, other Scalici bro in the in the booth who will be uh, backpacking me, hopefully, next week in the uh, member member at, heart at the cone. Vinny, <laughs> what's up, brother?
2: What's going on? Happy to be here, as always.
1: Sounds like it. Sounds like you're, uh, you're having a great day. I'm having a fantastic day. It's been a great 10 days. We, uh, a wild 10 days. We had an election, and we had live golf in Houston, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Now we got Masters Week. I also found out tomorrow's a holiday, apparently, a big veterans guy. And uh, it's Veterans Day tomorrow, so SAP gave me the day off, so I'm going to go play some golf in the morning. Uh, Then we got a little soccer playoffs tomorrow night, me and Vinny, and try to take them down. We got the uh, number one seed, first match, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be huge. We'll see if Vinny can hold it down in the back, and and I'm going to see if I can score a couple goals. And uh, All right, let's talk some golf. So we had uh, Houston open last week which uh, obviously is a, is a good one for me and Vinny. It's here in our home, home city uh, at a new course, Memorial Park, doke redesign with uh, Brooks uh, as the PGA consultant, which is in downtown Houston. Uh, Vinny and I were able to go out there together on Friday, and then I was out there on Saturday with um, a few other folks. Uh, first time the PGA had had live golf at a full event, or a fan, sorry, at a, at a full event since, uh, since COVID started which I again think was the players championship um, where Hideki shot a course record and then uh, got suspended and didn't get to win. So that kind of sucks, but um, yeah, first time full full field with fans. They had 25, 22,000 to 2,500 on, uh, on property all four days. Uh, they did have some fans last week in Bermuda, but it wasn't a full field. So Ah, uh, Vinny. Curious to get what your thoughts are, and then I'll kind of chime in, and then we'll we'll kind of get Jake's take on it from uh, from watching it as a viewer on TV.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I have to start off by basically apologizing because I pretty I shit on Memorial, you know, in the past, <laughs> and I said that there was no way it was going to be ready, even though it's a sick course. I just I didn't think that they were giving it the attention it needed, and uh, and guess what? It turned out to be Way better than anybody in Houston had anticipated. It played tough. It showed its teeth. Um, you know, all the tabletop greens that Doke planned for uh, turned out to be, you know, a problem for a lot of people. So I was really happy that the course played tough. I felt like a, a proud father to a young golf <laughs> child. And, uh, I, you know, I was really happy about it. It was fucking sick.
1: Yeah, it was. And you had uh, Victor Hovland last week who... I think T-15, so decent finish for you who keeps you still in the uh, top top spot in our pool. 200,000 points, is that right? A couple, maybe a yeah, little bit more.
2: Yeah, 230-something in first.
1: So the ultimate sweat going into the Masters uh, with what, like $11,000 on the line, right? Something crazy. About that, that's right. Ooh, life-changing, love that. That's huge. Wow. I, can't, I do not know what the feelings will be. For you on Sunday, I guess first you got, you need JT, who I think you're going to be taking. We've talked about it. We'll talk a little bit more. But really, first goal is you need your horse to make the cut. So you're going to be sweating for two days on that. That's right. And then big sweat on Sunday if your guy's in contention, especially if there's someone else that's uh, pushing you. So I uh, would love to get a live cam on Vinny on the couch on Sunday. That would be incredible. <laughs> um, with that with like a little heartbeat monitor yeah let us know what the we'll, what the we'll blood the pressure out. <laughs> i actually might
2: <laughs> I, I can i can that can be arranged if you
0: want <laughs> I, I <can. laughs> we, we, need, we,
1: we need to make sure and have nicole with you on standby in case we need to get an emt over there yeah. fucking life alert oh <laughs> <Life alert. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit all right so uh yeah so your guy did well uh, yeah i went out on friday and saturday again uh, like Ben said, all nothing but, but good things from me. I thought they did a great job. The city prepping the course. Um, I thought there was never any point where I thought there was too many fans. There or was uncomfortable. Everybody was wearing their masks unless they were drinking or eating. Uh, they set up five tents. They didn't tell you where the tents were. So when you picked your your t- bought your tickets, there were different colors. They had a tent on uh, sixteen green seven or yeah seventeen box which was the par five they had one on 17 green two on 18 uh and then one over by 10. I thought they did a great job they did free food uh for lunch every day and then all the drinks uh you had to pay for but they were not expensive at all it was like four or five bucks for a beer it was great so uh it was great to have live sports back Memorial did a great job those greens were really tough had some tough pins they had a great field I hope the field is this good next year. I realize it's not going to be the week before the masters, but uh, I think that the players said good things about it. And I'm hoping that we could potentially in a year or two get this moved out of the fall and back to the spring where I think it deserves to be, which uh, should give it a better field. But uh, number one player in the world, DJ was there. He heated up on the weekend, uh, shot 66, 65, finished T2 with Hideki, who, Played really well. He tied the course record on Sunday. Shot 63. Um, Brooks Kapka, who was tinkering with a new driver on Thursday, Friday. Shot 65-65 on the weekend to prep for for, ma- for his uh, last major of the year. Uh, and then Carlos Ortiz, who has uh, made a couple runs. Young guy, 24 years old. Uh, who makes Texas, Texas his home now up in North Texas near Dallas. Uh, he went to the University of North Texas. Uh, Got his first win on tour, uh, and he shot 65 on Sunday to win by two over Hideki and DJ. Uh, Jake, I'd love to hear your take on uh, what you thought about the tournament, you know, since you weren't there in in person, and um, what kind of – just your overall overall thoughts.
0: Yeah, I think you guys kind of pretty much nailed it, but – The course really showed off, which I was happy about because, you know, I haven't seen Memorial, but I've listened to a couple different podcasts and done a lot of reading. I mean, when we first got the news that that was going to happen, I mean, I remember us kind of talking about it then and um, I was a little worried. I think two things really helped it. I think adjusting, they had to adjust par. So they adjusted par, which made the, you know, skewed the numbers a little bit and that was helpful. Um, and not that par necessarily matters, but I do think it made it more entertaining in this situation. And I think the other thing is, is you see, like, Doke really must have listened to some of what Brooks said, because, um, you know, I heard a lot of things where Brooks was talking about, you know, uh, we're not, um, Uh, tour players aren't uncomfortable in bunkers well there's really not that much bunkering out there you know and and tour players are more uncomfortable when the the ball kind of rolls away from where they think it should be or they're faced with kind of awkward chips and pitches off a short grass and tight lies and you know what you got that um throughout the throughout the week i think that in combination with the fact that they were playing on some bigger greens um sort of you know, it, it gave you some scores that were more um, competitive than I thought they were going to be. And I just think the golf course really did a good job of, of highlighting that event. I think you're right. I think with that move to, you know, one of the most popular municipal golf courses in America, new redesign, um, had a great field in its first year. And everybody knows that, like, it's, it's even this – Golf course, which is a little different than golf course of Houston, still a good prep for the Masters because of all the short grass. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I would love to see them slot that um, that tournament back into the spring in a couple years. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought I that was cool. Um, and I think Carlos Ortiz, good winner. Uh, you know, battlefield promotion from the web, uh, guys like really kind of been, you know, in the mix here and there and, you know, had the birdie 18, did it. So, kind of a, a good win good winner good field and you got to see some guys rounding into form so I think this week is going to be really interesting and I really I like that Houston came before because I think it was an, a great preview and you got to see um, you got to see some different things from some different guys heading into a, a huge week this week yep
1: definitely I think uh, yeah it was great I was glad to see a lot of the top guys showed up uh, I hope they continue to do that like I said and uh, yeah I think you know, the, the course itself got, got the nation's attention and uh, I think uh, is going to be a good good tournament for, for years to come. They did a great job. So I'm looking forward to to seeing that and seeing as it progresses um, here over the next couple of years because um, they did a great job. And, and obviously, I actually said, I think to Vinny or Vinny said to me, I wish that the tournament only had 2,500 fans every time because – it was easy to watch the top guys like DJ and those guys. There was never any, you know, two, three deep at, at the rope. It was always easy to get there and watch all of them, and, and that was fun. We got some good videos of guys, um, and it's it's crazy how different everybody's swings are, but they're all just absolutely mashing, and it's it's, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, good things there. You know, I don't I don't think we need to spend too much on Houston again. Great job. Really looking forward to uh, seeing that again next year. And uh, now we're on to the Masters. But in any other Thoughts on
2: Houston guys before we, we move on to the big one? Yeah, let me uh let me pose something over to Jake, our our resident kind of architect. Um <laughs> so we know you know Dokes designed a handful of courses in the top one hundred. Do you think and this was the first time one of his designs has been played on tour, do you mm. think that he's gonna be included in in redesigns or some of his courses may get featured
0: after what Memorial has shown? Mm, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's, it's a, you, you pose a very good question. I think there's two things that you have to remember um, about sort of what's going on with golf courses right now. And maybe this will change post COVID because we are in a boom, right? Like if you look at the numbers for rounds played from like May until right now across the nation, they're up massively. And that might cause the second sort of modern golf boom. I don't know, but you don't have a lot of golf courses getting built. And a lot of times when Doke or Corn Crenshaw, i mean, Corn Crenshaw—build a lot of new courses, and and so does Doke. But they're mostly resort courses for like guys like us to go play, or they're doing renovations of Golden Age courses, which are most likely sort of too short um, or extremely private or just not really on the map to host the PJ tour event. So to answer your question in a roundabout way, you're not going to see a lot of Tom Doe courses on tour ever, just like you're not going to see more than, you know, one or two core and Crenshaw courses on tour. And it's a bummer. It might take some time. Um, but that also means that the tour has to sort of loosen up their regulations, right? Like this course, I know for a fact when they were building it, there was a lot of scrutiny from the tour about the greens and about how much percentage slope were allowed to be in these greens. Cause Doke messes with like four and 6% slope. And the tour was like, we don't want more than, you know, two and a half percent slope for our, for our players. So that's the yeah, it's a clash of styles. It's a clash of ideas. I think it's great that it happened this way for this tournament and, and for this golf course, I just don't, I don't think this is going to be a model that you're going to see a lot of personally.
2: That's sad. Cause I actually, I think that the green complexes were the most challenging, you know, mm-hmm. it was a second shot course uh, in a way, except for, you know, three par fours playing over 520 yards. But well, um, I mean, I'd love yeah, to see I, more I mean, of that design and challenging mm-hmm. in that way. It's And I, that's how you're going to keep people like Bryson from maybe, breaking things.
0: Yeah. So I think you like, again, you bring up a great point where it's a golf course that um, really dictates like where you can and can't miss not with hazards, right? Like it doesn't say like, okay, you can't hit it here because you're going to hit it into a marsh or water. The fact is tour players are so good, right? Like at this point and, and they're so powerful and they hit the ball so high that like forced carries aren't really that big of a deal. But what is a big deal is, you know, flaring one out to the right and having it drip down the side of a green, go 45 yards away and leave you a practically impossible chip. And there's just not a lot, like when, when they go to play like Mirfield or like some of the TPC courses or whatever, it's not that those courses are bad, it's that they ask different questions and they're generally questions that tour players answer a lot. But they don't answer the question like, Um, okay, I absolutely cannot miss here because I can't get up and down. I'm going to make an ass out of myself. And they're not used to that. And we saw that this week. We saw that where, you know, guys were just putting it in spots where they could not get out without, you know, running the risk of making a massive number, right? It's like dope will give you the easy par, but if he's, if you want to push for birdie, there's a chance you're going to get totally fucked. And I think that's a little bit of what we saw so I, you make a great point though ben. I, I do wish there was more of it I don't know if we'll see more of it I, I hope, I mean they already took the one uh, Trinity Forest was Corn Crenshaw and you know they got kind of banged by weather two years in a row and now they're no longer the post site, so it's, it's tough, we'll, we'll see what happens, I'd like to see more like that, but I, I don't foresee it being that way yeah good deal yeah. Uh, no man I, I mean I
1: completely agree with all of your thoughts it's it's tough because there, there's just so many good golf courses out there but uh, again I think I was saying this to Chase our buddy who uh, works at Wildcat um, you know they were talking about like the other private courses we have in town and why they're not showcased more and uh, some of that is because the members just really don't want them out there they, sure. don't give the, they don't want to give the course up for two weeks they don't make any money off of it uh, the course gets banged up from all the play um so you know there's some of that which is why we don't see a lot of the super private places uh you know one the course is not set up for all the fans but it's just it's not why um the the, the, the people that run the course or the members don't want them out there they'd rather than be at, at a muni like this but i did see uh an article or two after i think it may have been saturday's round where there were there was uh somebody writing about five or six other munis in in the u.s that deserve to have tournaments that need to get I think a little bit of a facelift, but we're talking about, you know, this is Houston did a great job uh, with what they did. Hopefully there's other cities that can do the same thing because, you know, it's $45 to play during the week, $35 to play during the week, 45 on weekends. That never changes. They do 60,000 rounds a year. I think my dad was saying so, and they, and they've they've kept it in good shape. Hopefully they can continue to do that, especially with, uh, you know, I think it was a six year contract for, for the Houston open. So, Mm-hmm. um yeah good job good job all around it was fun to see a lot of the guys uh the newer guys on tour like i saw sung jay play a couple of holes uh i saw terrell hatton i had never seen him in person um i had seen brooks before i had never seen hideki in person so there was a couple other guys jason day um jt post and so it was fun to see those guys uh play some holes and be up close and personal because there was you know literally no one out there i think on friday <laughs> Vinny and I were following Brooks's group and right behind Brooks was Molinari. And, uh, it was literally like, I don't know, 200 people following Brooks's group. And then as they moved off, Vince was like, I, I think that's Molinari. And we turned around and there was three people watching Molinari. So we, <laughs> we followed him for <laughs> yep. for two holes. You got uh, to follow but... the
0: countrymen there. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. My brother Vinny was,
1: yeah. Vinny was speaking fluent, fluent Italian to the guy, they were talking back and <laughs> forth. um, but, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it was fun. So anything else, guys, before we move on to uh, to the Masters?
2: Nope. Let's do it.
1: All right. So uh, congratulations to Carlos Ortiz, first win. Normally, um, in the past, you win in Houston, you get to go to the Masters. This year, not so much. He's going. He will be going to the Masters, but in April. Um, along with a couple of other players like Daniel Berger and Victor Hovland and a few others that I think, Deserved to get some ex- exemptions to play in this all masters. They did not. They're watching from home, um, which I think, I mean, it, it's fair and unfair. I agree. You didn't, they, I mean, they didn't get in for the original one in April, but come on, they had Berger had the, one
0: Three, of the best yeah. years
1: ever. Yeah. Um, and he, I think he really deserved to get in. I think Hovland deserved to get in as well. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess they're, they're there in April. It's not that long away, I guess, in, in, in relative terms, but, Great field this year. We got 93 players. They did make a change. They're going to be uh, taking a cut for the top 50 in ties. Normally it's 60 in ties or 10 shots from the lead. Um, so they're going to be doing 50, which I guess it's still, you know, good percentage of the field is going to get in. And there's like, you know, Larry Mize and those guys that play every year. So there's seven or eight of them. that they're, they're never going to make the cut. Although Freddie and uh, Bernard, Seem to make it every year. Freddie's always up around the lead after Friday's cut, so uh, always fun to watch those guys come back and play. I think there's a certain point, like Larry Mize, dude, you shouldn't be playing. You should be giving your spot up to somebody else. And some of those guys, I, I understand that you're a lifetime exemption in there, but come on, at some point you're not even contending. So, um, whatever, Mike, we're always playing. I don't even think he plays anymore, but he's playing in the Masters he plays this week. So.
0: Champions tour.
1: Oh, he does. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, going to be a fun one. Wolf and and Morikawa making their debut at the Masters, um, along with uh, a few others. Um, really strong field, and the first time the Masters has been held in the fall in a long time. And it's is uh, I think it's going to be a great one. I've seen a lot of the coverage already. Um, Tiger's out there defending his uh win from about 16 months ago, which um. Was right before we played at Blue Jack, right? What didn't you come in for that, Jakey? Um, yep, I right was around there. that time. Yep. Oh, so, uh, I think we celebrated that one at the old house, and um, then we went out and played some golf. So, really looking forward to this one. I've seen the fall foliage; looks great. They they're expecting some rain the first two and a half days. Um, should be a decent uh, Saturday afternoon and Sunday. I saw they're also going to uh, split tees which normally never happens so they'll have guys going over for 1 and 10 because of daylight uh which will be interesting as well um and you're going to get guys off early and often which is going to be awesome so Thursday morning like Tiger's group is going off at 6:30 Eastern time or 6:30 Central time 7:30 Eastern um and then there'll be the same thing on 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 Friday so it's going to be it's going to be awesome uh that was one of the things actually I actually liked about the Houston Open is they did the same thing because of daylight the uh Leaders on Saturday and Sunday went off around 10 or 1030. So uh, you could still do something in the afternoon after. Um, we've got uh, Tiger coming in to make his day de- or his defense. Bryson is looking to break the uh, break the tournament. John Rahm has made break the uh, world. Yeah. John Rahm's made two hole in ones, two days in a row uh, today. That's he made wild. one skipping it off the pond on 16 on his birthday. Um, I've seen Phil talking a lot of the, uh, the press conferences were today. I saw uh, Benny's boy JT was in there. Uh, Terrell was in there. A lot of guys. W- one thing I want to mention about that is some of these people ask the dumbest fucking questions to these guys. Um, like, I think JT was in there for 20 minutes and they asked him 25 questions about Bryson. About 11, um,
2: I think. Oh, It was brutal.
1: It's, it's, it's so dumb. But uh, anyways, guys, let's get your thoughts. Let's get in here and talk about the Masters. Jakey. Uh, what are you thinking uh, is going to be the top headline on Sunday after we are done with this year or this this year's November Masters?
0: The top headline. Well, I don't want to give away my pick yet, um, but I think that. So I think that the a couple things the course is going to play a little bit different the weather is going to be a definite factor Thursday looks like it could even potentially be a washout which is really not good but that is there's clearly a potential for that there um but I think a lot of the headlines are going to just revolve around the kind of look that we're hopefully going to get at Augusta National right like no fans uh I've read some things That uh, I mean, it's kind of tight-lipped what network the networks are going to do in terms of extra cameras and extra footage and and you know being able to see the course and the and play from angles that we've never seen before. Which honestly, they should do that. If we get the standard broadcast with no fans, it's a miss because fans are so massively important um, at Augusta, and you know, not having that is a bummer. But you could make up for some of that by giving us just like a totally like 360 degree in and out view of Augusta. And um, I know that generally the the crew over there doesn't really like to give away their secrets or to show too much, but this would be a chance for them to really do some good and, and to really, um, you know, kind of reach out maybe even to a new audience. Cause remember for the first time in our lifetime, we're getting college football on Saturday after the masters and we're getting NFL football on Sunday at like right around the culmination of the Masters. There's going to be a lot of eyes on the Masters that maybe not uh, aren't normally on there. So right. it should be should be pretty wild. I, I am just so pumped. I cannot wait. All right. Benny, what are you looking forward to?
2: Man, for me, it's always just going to be about in terms of a broadcast. I guess let's start there. Uh, you know, them showing the shots that matter um, and them showing good shots that. Can have it like just be historical, in a way at Augusta. So, show hole in ones by guys that are six over. If it happens, Um, you know, should just like Jake. Jake kind of mentioned it. They have to show twice as many shots, I think, to give us the the three hundred and sixty view of what's of what's going on out there. And they have the opportunity to do that. There's no other distractions. So, that's yeah, what I'm looking I looking forward to in terms of broadcast. I'd love other to get some that,
1: like some behind the green drone shots and some, some live shots with that. Something cool. Get creative. Um, I mean, at this point there's no one out there, so might as well put a camera crew on every hole and just have the option to watch everybody's shots. Um, that's what they should be doing. I don't know if they will, but hopefully they do. It's going to be interesting, especially with the, the one in 10 split tees on, on Thursday, Friday. Um, cause there's going to be a lot of golfers on the course at all times. So, uh, that's going to be different as well. I did see in the press conference today that uh, DJ was asked a lot about the course setup and he said the greens are all rolling about the same. Uh, There's nothing really that he's seen changes from there from when it's in April. He just said that the, uh, the rest of the course is a little bit softer than it normally is. Although he did say that the last two years, the course has been pretty soft because of weather and whatever the setup is. So it, it may play similar. I, I, I hope uh, I hope it does. I hope it's I hope the course setup is not anything that's talked about after the round. I hope it's the golf that's talked about. So um, and, and I hope it's not the coverage either because you know there's always a concern, especially at the majors um, and with no fans. Because like you said, Jake, I think it's a good point. Is uh, especially at, a, at an event like this, so prestigious, the the fans are really um, you know something that adds to the the whole spectacle that is Augusta National and the Masters. Um. And it's really too bad that they aren't there because I've been three times and it's the the greatest place on earth. Um, (laughs) So we've got, like I said, Strongfield, a lot of some guys that haven't played in a while. Some some rookies out there. Uh, Cameron Champs making his debut as well. Sung Jay's making his debut at the Masters. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the guys and our thoughts on how they're going to do. And then we'll get in and talk uh, a little bit about the, more about the heavy hitters. So um, top 50 making the cut. Uh, I haven't gone back actually and looked and see what the cut is, but it's normally somewhere right around par or a couple over. Um, Abraham answer is making his debut. Like I said, what do we think, guys? He hasn't played in a few weeks. Uh, do we think old Abe, how we think Abe's going to do? And do you think he's going to make the cut this week? Uh, Jake, let's go with you.
0: Um, I had Abe, I, I wrote down like a list of like potential winners and dark horses, and eight is on my dark horse list. I think um it's a course that really does set up pretty good for him because generally his his biggest problem is the you know the driver. He can get a little a little squirrely when he's trying to, you know, he, he doesn't hit it that far. So he's trying to hit it a little further, he gets a little squirrely, but we know Augusta's pretty wide. And then the guy is just a killer putter. I mean, if he gets hot on the greens. Um he could definitely be a threat. Uh so yeah, I like I like Abe to make the cut this week. Okay, cool.
1: Let's uh just for sake of time, let uh let's just go one by one asking uh you guys back and forth instead of asking both of your opinions. So Jake likes Abe to make the cut. Uh Cam Champ making his rookie debut out there. Vinny, what do you think about Cam's chances at uh at making the cut this week at Augusta?
2: I don't. I don't. I don't think Cam's got the game to to make it in his first appearance, even though he's playing decent, you know he played pretty decent as sherwood mm-hmm. um he's he's streaky in a way where he's really bad or pretty decent um i think I think this week falls into a, a pretty bad showing from him,
1: okay He's playing at 12 twelve eleven on uh Thursday with Zach Johnson and Justin Rose. Uh, as we go down the field here, uh, let's continue with the guys that are, uh, rookies out there for their, for well the uh, rookies for this event. Uh, our boy Hung Jae Sung Jae playing in his first masters. Jakey, what do you think about old Sung Jae this week?
0: Sung Jae just is not in form right now and uh i think it's because he's know. staying in too many uh, too many hotels or like got a <laughs> wrong car rental or listen i don't know man i think the COVID thing really just like fucked up his internal rhythms and he just hasn't like come out of it yet for some reason he's like still hibernating uh i mean realistically when you're one of the top what 10 probably ball strikers in the world realistically as a skill a course that is kind of built on the ability to you know, play smart in spots and, and, and kind of second shot, uh, mm-hmm. golf course to a degree, you would think you'd be pretty good, but I'm going to go. No, he will not make the cut. Okay.
1: Wow. I love it. Uh, I agree. I think he's, <clears throat> he has not been playing well, so, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Vinny, I'm going to ask you about Jake's favorite player, Colin Morikawa. How does <laughs> old Colin do this week at Augusta? He has not played in a few weeks either. Uh,
2: I like his chances, actually. I, I'm Everybody's got to be on him. It's a second shot course. I think if he calms down and hits a fairway, he can get hot ball striking and put himself in good positions to at least at least shoot par and make a birdie or two. And I think you'll see him finish probably around T15 to T20. I
1: like it. I like it. Yeah, I think uh, Collins definitely got a chance, especially if he, he's striking the ball.
2: Um,
1: JT Poston, the postman Making his first debut at the Masters this week oh, We got, I got to see him on Saturday Play a couple of holes, he had a great up and down On one actually um, I hit him with the great up and down, he said thank you So, you know, if he wins this week It's because I gave him a compliment uh, Jakey, what do you think about the old postman this week?
0: I mean, he's got the That's another guy, same kind of thing Game that should be very Appropriate for playing well At Augusta, especially, he's a very all-around Player his uh, his it's his debut, huh? I'm gonna go no. He doesn't make the cut, and it's it's not because I don't like Post posting as a player. I just don't think that he does any one thing good enough that if like like he needs that to show up in spades in your first time around, and I I don't think he's gonna be able to do that. So uh, he's not making the cut.
1: Okay, um, Vinny, you get a choice between A or B. Who do you want? <laughs> Hey, OK, Scotty Scheffler, one of oh. the last two guys making his debut this week.
2: I've, actually, Scotty's all over some of these articles right now for the Masters. I think he's a, probably got the best chance out of all the first timers out there. Wow, I like it.
1: OK, yeah, he played really well at the last major. Um, Actually, he's played pretty well at the last two majors. Um, mm-hmm. I know Bryson kind of ran away with the last one, but, uh, at Harding park Schefter, uh, dirty Shefty had a chance there for a little bit. Um, I love it. All right, Jakey, you get the last one. That's, uh, that's our boy, Matty Wolf making his
0: debut at Augusta this week. What do we mm-hmm. think old Matthew will do? I think if we look at recent history, he's built for this kind of stuff. Okay. And Augusta uh, Augusta sets up well for guys who hit it as far as him and Bryson and to a degree Cam Champ. So I think Matt Wolf will be an actual factor in this.
1: I like it. Okay, yeah. so On the stretch and, and, Sunday, he's coming in it.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's like in it in it, but I think he's a guy like maybe Saturday into Sunday where you're going. All right, he's a couple back. He's you know he's maybe three groups uh, off the lead mm-hmm. kind of thing. I think that could be a situation, um, but I I, I don't want to encroach on Vince's territory. Scheffler is my dark horse pick. Like I think Scheffler will be right there.
2: Like What's that? If we're going based off of bomber statistics, who has a better weekend, Jake, Tony Finau or Matt Wolf?
0: Um.
1: I think Finau's got a better short game. Well, I, I, see you. I, I, too.
0: I mean, I put Finau in my top three to win. So, yeah, I think yep. Fino has a better week.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I, I think Maddie's going to have a good week this week, too. I think, I think Shuffler will as well. Um, I, I've always said, and my firm belief in a major is there's really only about 10 guys going into the weekend or into the week that can win mm-hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if Wolf is in the top 10, but I think he's close. I think Shuffler's right there too. Um, I think they'll both perform well, but I, you know, I think they're, they finish somewhere around T10 at the end of the week, which I think for both of them, their first masters, that's a win. I mean, you finish in the top 10 the first time out there. That's, that's a great result, especially, especially with their second masters, which they will both probably be in is only five months away. So, uh, they don't have to wait a whole another year. It's, it's pretty much right around the corner right um all right well let's get into what the experts are thinking um on the panel at the pga tour uh they have picked dustin johnson twice justin thomas twice jason day once brooks kapka nobody selected bryson dechambeau um from their uh panel which i thought was kind of crazy the power rankings for this week it's a major so we got 20 t Wu. don't know if he should be in there but he is he's 20th because he's Defending champ, his form's been terrible. He's played once in the last five years. I don't know if he has a chance this week, but we'll see what happens. He's going, he's defending his fifth title, going for number six. Also, still going for the record PJ Tour wins. Uh, 19th, Lee Westwood, who uh, T18 two years ago. I don't think he made the cut last year, but uh, he's had a pair of seconds and a couple top threes. Everybody knows he's never won one. He's gotten close. He's 19th. Ian Poulter. I love Ian Poulter. He's 18th. Terrell Hatton, who's been in good form the last four or five months. He's 17th. He's coming off a win at the P, uh, BMW PGA over in Europe um, about three starts ago. Adam Scott, 16th. He played in Houston. Got a chance to watch him. I actually will talk about him in a second. Bubba Watson, 15th. Louis Oosthuizen is in 14th. Patty Cantley, 13th. Azmat, who had a great week last week, 12th. Jason Day also had a great week, 11th, uh, who kind of faded on Sunday. I was actually surprised. It was right there, one back to start the day. And uh, I think he shot one over, uh, which was kind of surprising because he's a great putter of the ball, and he had been putting great all weekend. Um, Tony Finau 10th. Patrick Reed, 9th. <coughs> Justin Thomas, 8th. X-Man, 7th. Big Beef, 6th. Webb Simpson, 5th. Brooks, who... Uh, Toyed with a different driver Thursday, Friday last week, and then shot, I think, the best score out of the field on Saturday, Sunday. Coming in at fourth, Roy McElroy third, John Rahm second, and DJ is number one. Let's yeah. talk about some picks here in a moment. First, I, I am going to um, call Crow on myself a little bit. I had a front row seat to Adam Scott this past weekend. And it is now of my opinion that Adam Scott does not anchor his putter. He um, I I got up up and close. It is very close, but it is not there. You there is a noticeable gap if you're watching from close up that uh, he is not anchoring the putter. So Adam, I'm sorry. I called you out. Um, (laughs) You have a you have a beautiful golf swing. I'll give you that. But uh, yeah, not not anchoring the putter. Uh, Let's get into our picks. Vinny, you this is the biggest week of your young life. 31 years old. This is a big one. Um who do you have going into the week? The last week of the Pick 'em pool with a 200,000 point lead.
2: Oh, I've stayed I've stayed true. I've I've taken my picks in that pool and I brought them here for everyone to see and I have saved Justin Thomas all year long for the Masters. Justin Thomas is my horse this week. He's got the best statistics. Greens and Reg, over 70%. If he finds the fairway, he's going to put himself in position to score. I think he has a really good chance to win it this week.
1: The uh, expert panels agree with you. Two of of the six picked him. I hope, for your sake, he is well inside the cut line and you do not have to sweat that first one on Friday uh, that you only have to sweat the weekend. So, Jakey, you are up
0: next. Who do you got for the Masters? Well... I, I don't want to get Vince worried, okay, but I do want to say a couple things about JT. He the, on the good the good side of things, he's gotten better every trip he's gone there, right? If you look at the stats, he's gotten better every single time. And on the sort of the bad side of things, he hasn't actually like, had a standout week there yet. So That would be my only worry. You got to like cross your fingers that like maybe this is the big jump. He's had a couple under his belt. He's progressed every time. So I mean, obviously, I'm rooting for you, but that's my my only worry on JT. Is like he hasn't really had one of the. He usually wins in a week where he goes like nuclear, and we haven't seen that from him at Augusta yet. So fingers crossed. We'll see. Um, My pick is based on a couple of things. The weather being a massive factor, I think it sets up really well for this guy. He's a mutter. He loves winning soft majors on like you know soft golf courses. Um, I think he's got a good perspective. I think it's time for him to get the monkey off his back. I'm going Rory McIlroy to slip on the green jacket. This wow!
1: Week. Complete the career Grand Slam,
0: huh? Yeah, I think I think it's his time. I think he deserves it. I think this sets up so well for him. And the fact that he gets to, that he's doing this without fans there, because like, listen, Rory, he loves fans. He talked about how he missed the fans at everyday PGA Tour events. We know that he's got this monkey on his back, this pressure every year for Augusta. People ask him all the time, like, basically, when are you going to get rid of that meltdown that you had? and that yeah, was rough this this right and and this year he gets to it's going to be quiet he can do his own thing um and it's going to be wet just like i mean he won congressional essentially because it was wet and i think uh there's a a great chance for him to to win here um this week wow
1: love it okay i think that's a that's a very strong pick he's definitely got a chance obviously when rory's there even when Rory, all he needs to do is have a decent putting week and he's always at the top of the leaderboard around. There. Yeah, so sure. uh, if he can get it rolling uh, yeah, he's definitely got a chance. All right. I am uh, I am sticking to what the entire media does not want to see. I think Bryson DeChambeau breaks the course this weekend and wins by four or five shots and uh, gets two titles in one year. I just have a bad feeling that because there's no bleachers set up and he can take advantage of some of the the current course setup um, that he is going to uh, just kill the course. I know that they're not allowing green reading books, but um, I think that he's just going to be hitting wedges and, and shorter irons into a lot of the holes. I saw Sandy Lyle played with him and he put up on his Insta what he was hitting and he was hitting wedges into a bunch of the holes. He drove number three, the short par four with his three wood. He hit it over the green. Um, I think there's just going to be some crazy shit out there this weekend that you're going to see from Bryson. Um, And uh, I I hope it doesn't happen because I would love to see Tiger do it. He's not going to do it. But my my pick is going to be Bryson DeChambeau this week. Boys, what do you guys think uh, Big Beef's going to do?
0: Vince, go ahead.
2: I I haven't been a, you know, the biggest favorite of – this play style at any course and particularly this event um i i really just love it when the masters is where every hole every shot matters and i would hate to see that play style you know of which is probably only going to favor him you know change the course of the masters history uh so i don't want to see that if that makes any sense to you guys. Absolutely. Jakey.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I, I, I sit on two sides of things, right? We, I, I've, I've changed my tune on Bryson a little, cause I think we have to respect what he's done. It's been incredible. And I, I truly have come to the point where I don't <clears throat> think that many people could have done like even the best players in the world. I don't think many could have done what he did. Uh, he studied it, figured it out, did it, whatever. We've gotten past that. Augusta is going to play so wide for him that he's, I mean, there's no chance that he's not going to be there. He's not going to have a bad week. Even if he doesn't play great, he's going to be right there. Um, and, and, you know, Vince, you were talking about like, you didn't understand why they were asking JT or, or you were pissed off. They're asking JT questions about Bryson. Listen, Bryson is the biggest story in golf for 2020. Agreed. Besides the shutdown. He's the biggest story in golf. He like, I was at the driving range today after work You know, went over there, got get my grind on, trying to get that swing shallowed out. You know, I want to get my invite one day to the Masters. But um, (laughs) yeah, but like the thing is, like these two like just Philly bros who like clearly were pretty new to golf and were just like sitting down there like, you know, yelling at each other. We're talking about Bryson. Oh, my God. You see, he did this. He hits it like this. He's going to torch this. He's going to do this. And like he moves the needle. To get to the end of this little speech that I'm saying here. I don't want him to do it. I think he's going to do it. I do think one good thing will come of this, though. Uh, In my opinion, no one, not the PGA Tour, not the USGA, no one in the game has more power than Augusta. And if Bryson breaks their golf course, they are going to institute a limited flight golf ball. And I don't know. It won't be immediately. It won't be for April. It might be for 2021 or 2022. But if he breaks their golf course, they're going to do it. And I love it because that's what needs to happen. Someone needs to say this has gotten out of hand and handle the equipment. And so, like, if if that's what it takes, if it takes Bryson just embarrassing the golf course, then maybe that's what has to happen. Like, you, you can't do what you did with Tiger, you know, 20 some years ago where you just you, you sort of morph golf holes into something different by – moving tees and planting 8 million trees uh, th- that's not an option anymore and so you know what this th- maybe this is where we've gotten to and and this is what needs to happen so we'll see
1: i do think right. it's interesting you think if sorry jake you have the end of your thought there no, no no you're good you think if bryson has like a four or five shot lead after saturday's round he changes up his strategy on sunday
0: no. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so. What do you think?
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I would think that he would continue to do it, but I think maybe in the back of his mind, he's like, well, this is the big one, um, and I've got a four- or five-shot lead I could probably mess around with. And, I mean, he's hitting three-wood as, as far as some of those guys are hitting driver, so maybe just hit three-wood on some of the holes. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I think it's a possibility that we might find out. Um. So it it yeah, it's definitely gonna be interesting. I mean, it's gonna be the story either way, right? If he plays like shit. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, see, golf's fine where it is." Bryson mm-hmm. couldn't overpower it, but if he does overpower, it, it's gonna be the opposite. It's gonna be like, "Oh my god, we can't expand this." I think Jake's exp- uh, is right. Like, they can't they can't extend thirteen anymore because it already backs up to Augusta Country Club. They can't. Well, they extend bought some- that land. I know. Uh, and,
0: and, well, um, not to interrupt you, but like they bought that land. There's clearly enough room for a T they've sort of you can see where they've almost laid out a T but at the same time if they haven't pulled the trigger on it yet in this like in COVID with all this time extended time on the Masters watching Bryson do like they don't want to do it and they shouldn't do it they shouldn't change one of the most iconic holes iconic strategy holes in the game for one guy and so who knows I guess we'll see I agree all right well, Big Beef going to be the big
1: storyline all week. We'll see what happens there. I'm on him. I hope he wins it. I've got money on him. Um, but also would love to see JT close it out for Vinny. I'm going yep. to sprinkle a little bit on him too, just in case. Like I said, um,
2: man, I'm cool with Bryson winning it because I know where, I, where everybody else stands in the pool. But I still think JT makes the JT cut. Right? Makes the cut. Yeah, and I'm no, not really worried it, about it. His bad. history. I mean, even if you look at Patrick Reed's Masters history before he won, you know, he had two miscuts and two, you know, thirtieth finishes, and then he and then he won. So, like like I said, Jake, I think if if there's anything better, it's just imparted knowledge on JT to JT, and he's just gonna have. I think he's gonna have a better event. So I'm not too. I'm not fretting. History. Yeah. JT's got the
1: tools to win. There is no doubt about it. We. It's just uh can he get it done because i mean i think I think um, augusta I think it does it to Rory to a little bit, especially now that he he blew that lead on on the back nine is augusta just does something differently to you man mentally, all those guys say it when you you pull in there it's just a it's a different place um yeah. so we'll see i mean it, it, it may just he he may just be one of the greats that doesn't win a green jacket, um, but hopefully he does do it this weekend we'll see all right, let's talk about some of the other guys, tiger there to defend, going for his sixth title like i said and the most pga tour wins ever um i think we all agree tiger probably will not win unless something weird happens again which is possible but uh do you think tiger will make the cut this weekend uh jake Mm,
0: yeah i think we kind of illustrated it last year if there's any if there's ever a place where like true experience like matters a lot it's augusta and uh I think I think experience alone can get him around the golf course, right? I mean, he was yeah. I can't remember what year it was now, but he was like T4 in a year where like his spinal cord was about to just eject from his body. So I think I think he can handle it. I think he will make the cut. I don't think he'll be a factor at all, but I think he'll make the cut. Okay. Vinny,
2: I'm going to err on the opposite side and say I think Tiger's wow. just there to host a dinner and
0: Wow. <laughs> um, Love it.
2: If for some reason the cuts somewhere around plus two to plus three, maybe you see him right on that line, but um, I really don't think he's had the year and has built any confidence leading up to this event.
0: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I,
1: uh, I kind of tend to agree with Vinny. I would be shocked, I think, if he makes the cut, but uh, we'll see. I mean, he, he's obviously he's played well here. Pretty much every year he's played there, so mm-hmm. we'll see what the old Tigray does. Um, <clears throat> another couple guys, Bubba Watson, who uh, obviously two-time champ, won it in 2012-2014, hit arguably the top three uh, most iconic shot at, at the Masters to win it. Um, it's coming off some decent form, Finished T7 at Shadow Creek and T4 at Sherwood. Um, T5 and T12 in his last two masters. Uh, obviously, the course sets up for his eye. What do we think about Bubba this week, guys? Vinny, let's go with you.
2: Yeah, I think there's, there's been a lot of talk in our group um, about Bubba's form going into this week. Um, I think he's got a really good chance. If, um, if there's anybody who should be, we should be worried about and you know, flying you know, as a dark horse, I would say Bubba is technically a dark horse just based on his last three years but uh, a two-time winner, and he's hot right now. So, yeah, I think he's going to play great and has the potential to win this, too.
0: Jakey? Yeah, I mean, I might not love Bubba the guy, but I love Bubba the golfer. I love what he does with the golf ball. Um, Of course, something happens to him when he's there. It's very clear. It unlocks some sort of artistry in his brain. And Vince is right. He's had a bad couple years, but he actually, like, recently – has spoken a lot about like issues with you know finding a diet that works. He was having you know stomach problems. He was battling anxiety, depression, and I mean it was coming through in his putting. Guy could barely take the putter back, and he's had a good year this year. He's looked like a different guy, um, he, you know. But he's no, he's also no longer what he was in terms of length and things like that. But you know he's he's still he's going to be there. I think if he has a good week on the greens, he'll be there. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think Bubba's got a, got a real shot this week. Um, let's go with some of the guys that are in some recent form. Hazmat, uh, Japan still looking for their first uh, major as a country, not just from one play from a player, but as a country still looking for their first major. I think obviously Hideki's their best chance. He played really well last week in Houston um, and has been playing well lately. He's uh, seven for eight in uh, with four top tens at. Uh, or top 20s at the Masters. Vinny, what do you think about Hazmat?
2: Yeah, I think um, he's the same way as, in a way, very similar to JT. If he's in the fairway, you can see him hitting some great iron shots from about 180 and in. I think it's a, a very strong suit of his game um, and something that Augusta may ask of him this week, especially if it's soft. And uh, I think he can he can play well as long as he... I, we've seen this from him. If he blows up early, he's like a head case, he'll just be out of it. Um and then at that point in time you could just, you know, say see see you next year for him. But if he's there and starts pretty well, I think I think he's another guy that we're gonna see finish inside inside of like the top twenty. Okay.
1: Um we haven't talked too much about him, but Brooks Kapka. I guess flying under the radar, maybe not. I don't know,
0: Jakey. What do you think about Brooks this week? It's tough to go flying under the radar when you you throw the old M five back in the bag on Saturday and suddenly you go 65-65, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yep. So I feel like I feel like we're actually like on this pod so far. We're just writing the our top like t- the top twenty five. Like that's we're like oh yeah, this guy will be there. This guy will be there because Augusta's so based on um, you know past experience and, and how right. you played there over some time. I mean, look, the, in, the guy basically won last year. Like if, if he just makes one very easy putt that I can't believe still to this day that he missed, he wins the Masters. Um, and I don't think there's any denying, even at the PGA this year, where he played terrible in the final round, and he was not 100%. We know that he's had some physical issues. He, was, he got himself to a spot where he could win. So I don't know how he can say that he's not going to get himself into a spot where he can win. I
1: agree. I think uh, I think he's there. I think DJ's there too. Um, it, yeah, it's going to be crazy. There's so many. I mean, the field is just so stacked. It's obviously a major. It's going to be a great, great week. Um, you know, I think that the fall foliage is really going to play off well. Uh, course is going to be a little wet because they got some weather coming through, which I think could – uh, bring in a few players that probably didn't have a chance in a, in a regular year to win the event. Uh, I might bunch up the leaderboard a little bit, but, uh, definitely going to be interesting. We've got some, let's talk about some tee times really quick. So, uh, I thought interesting move tiger, who obviously is defending champ going off number 10, which I think yeah, there's no patrons out there, but I still think that's a mistake. He should be going off number one, uh, as the defending champ. He's going 7:55 Eastern time, 6:55 central time playing with Shane Lowry, who is the uh, champion golfer of the year still. Had it for two years now since they didn't have a British Open. And uh, Andy Oldtree, who is the U.S. uh, amateur champion. Um, Playing right behind them is Jake's boy, Jordan Spieth, who's got zero chance of making the cut. Gary (laughs) Woodland and Ian Poulter. Uh, I I think this is going to be a really fun pairing in the afternoon on, on Thursday is Bubba, Matt Wolf, and Fleetwood.
0: That's going to um, be a good one to watch. That's
1: going to be a really good one. Fleetwood, you know, hasn't played as well lately. Hasn't really played as much golf lately. Um, Wolf going to be fun to watch playing with Bubba. Um, so we'll we'll see, and and I'd like to follow that one. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Rom is playing with Deshambo and Louis Oosthazen. That'll be a good one. They're going off early, six thirty uh, Central Time. There are two groups in front of Tiger. They're going off ten as well so you'll be able to watch them, and then uh, Tiger coming through right behind them. Uh, going off the front side, Phil is playing with Abe Anser and Bern Wiesberger, uh, and then right behind them is Adam Scott, Colin Moore, Cowell, and Terrell Hatton. They are right before noon Eastern time, going off number one. Uh, DJ playing with Cantley and Rory, so that'll be a power hitter group. Uh, and then right in front of them is JT and Brooks Kapka playing with Matthew Fitzpatrick, so um uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch, guys. What uh what do we think the uh winning score will be on Sunday?
2: Go ahead, Jake. I gotta think about this.
0: Okay, I got two things. I'm gonna give you the winning score, and then I've been over here jotting down some head to heads. You wanna do head to heads after this? Just a few do minutes. It. Okay. So winning score minus twelve.
2: Okay.
1: Uh Vinnie? <clears throat>
2: Yeah, I mean, I was at least six shots off at the U.S. Open <laughs> uh, last time we did this, and uh, yeah, I actually think this this could be closer to minus fourteen. Okay.
1: <sighs> I'm gonna go minus ten is the win on <clears throat> on Sunday. I do before we go into the uh, the pairings. Or the head-to-heads, I do want to because it was obviously the major storyline last year. Will um, Amen Corner be a major storyline on Sunday uh, after the round is over, like it was last year when Molinari put it in the water? Does that include that? Would include the par five
0: as well. I mean, it all it always is. That's that's the whole point of it. I think that stretch is like make or break. You know, it's a, it's birdie or bogey. It's very rarely par, and I think that that's what makes it great.
1: We think that's the most iconic stretch of holes in golf. No two. question.
0: No yeah, question. Absolutely. Okay.
1: What would What would you make on that hole? Would you go for the pin? I mean, obviously, we're not playing in the tournament. We're we're playing no. in like you going flag hunting, and you just like I, I want to make a par
0: on this thing and hit it in the middle of the green. Not that. Not that fucking right hand pin. I'm not going for. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Nobody can get to that pin. Left. Maybe the left one. Maybe. I mean, for me, it would just be like. Oh, please, God, don't let anybody see me fuck this up and try to put on the green, but yeah.
1: Vinny, if you had to hit a nine-iron distance, would you go up to the eight so you didn't hit the hosel?
2: Oh, 100%. And just to be clear, <laughs> if if my golf shoes were ever in a fairway <laughs> at Augusta, I'm going for every fucking pin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> going for the, You're going <laughs> to ask the guy at the beginning the
0: Super, hey, what's the course record for? Like, I'm going oh, for yeah. every yeah, exactly. fucking pin this <laughs> is gonna be walking off walking off getting a, a sweet tea and a pimento cheese after shooting a cool 120 completely ejected <laughs> with the with the biggest smile on my face of all time oh, yeah. Too that's <laughs> true i love it that's hilarious oh i like right. that question that was posed on instagram by you guys this week like well if you could pick one whole play what would you play i would that was really i thought long and hard about that question actually what well, would be yours no, I thought I thought more and more about it, and and I feel like twelve is super iconic. I think I would go number two because that hole just seems yeah. so crazy. And if you cool. put the pin on the right, like I could make it, maybe make an eagle by accident, which is cool. So I
1: actually thought about it as well, and I think I originally said sixteen, which is the you know obviously the, the part yeah, the there bowl. just because uh-huh. of spectators. Speed. But I I I actually think I would I would like to play eighteen. I think okay. uh, to be able to finish there. You know, I, I, fan, I if there's fans, it'd be awesome just to play eighteen. Um I'd probably kill somebody off the box on the right, but um would be fun to uh to play the finishing hole there, I think. Oh. Cool. Vinny, what do you think? What would you what, what hole would you play?
2: Well, I think one of my most iconic yet like heartfelt memories of Augusta is watching Spieth, you know, absolutely chunk that shot into the par three into the drink. Um yeah, exactly. I think I'd like to play that one just so I can know I can play it better than him. That'd be fine.
1: (laughs) you think that's Um, the biggest mistake of his career is
0: dropping from where he did? Oh, thousand percent. (laughs) Thousand percent. I mean, he's just never been the same guy after that. Like, we've written off Spieth
2: in this conversation, and then you realize that he's got, you know, basically five top tens out there and a win.
0: You Um, guys wrote off Spieth. His name didn't come out of my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> <Wow>. No, because <laughs> he might not listen. Listen, just watch the leaderboard on like Thursday. I'm not saying he's going to be there. but, Like he's got to find something. I don't know. He's a different guy there, so we'll, we'll he, see. But he was there on Thursday in Houston after 11 holes, and then yeah. he, he went from
1: three under to three over. Yeah, he has the ability to do that. Then he three jacked 18 to
0: miss the cut. I mean, yeah. come on. Well, I watched that. It was not pretty. Um, um, all right, you got. You want these head to heads? Yeah, right let's quick? do it. Let's I'm do sorry. it. Sorry. All right, here we go. Head to heads. You guys pick them. I'll I'll pick after you pick. Um you got to yeah. Uh, I think I've got these matched up pretty good. All right. Let's start off with some like a uh, little low hanging fruit here. We have like the, the two South African. What was that? The
1: uh, the under like the not the title fight, but the uh yeah, the undercard.
0: This is the undercard. Yeah. We got a um we have two South Africans. One is a uh you know, a Masters champion, owns a green jacket, wears an incredible hat. The other one's got the best swing that you could possibly imagine and almost won one if it wasn't for Bubba. We got Usti versus Charles Swartzel.
1: Oh, Mr. Albatross, huh?
0: Um, I'm going to go with Usti. Okay. I'm and, also I'm also on the Usti train. And I am also on the Usti train. Usti sweeps in that yep. one. All right. We have two sometimes petulant children who are also masters champions going head to head. we got the artist Bubba and the asshole Patrick Reed. <laughs> what That's do we great.
2: think? I'm on Bubba this week just based on trend. Um, yeah. And God forbid Patrick Reed does something <laughs> illegitimate. Uh, uh, I, I would hate for that to be a storyline. This week of all weeks, so Listen, I just, I just don't want to see it. his name out there
0: at all.
1: I, well, I'm going Bubba, but I would love to see um,
0: Reed do something stupid. Listen, Vince, you're not going to. It's a different America now. No more cheating, lying, and stealing. So don't have to worry about Reed there. <laughs> right. All right. Here we go. Um, <laughs> a battle of two um, uh, guys from across the pond. We're getting closer to the. The title fight here. Um, Rom versus Rory. Head to head.
2: Wow. They did say Rom's Rom's made two hole-in-ones. You know during practice rounds this week. One without skipping off the water. And one skipping off the water. If anything Mm -hmm. gets to ease your conscious. uh, Going into Thursday. Sure. But then again Rory at the Masters. Always there. I wouldn't be surprised to see them both finish inside the top ten, if not win.
0: Well, you got to pick
2: one. I'm on John Rom.
1: Okay. I think there's so many storylines. I think Rom's flying under the radar a little bit. I'm uh, I'm going with Rom.
0: I actually like think that that's a great <laughs> point. I already picked Rory. I'm going to stick with Rory, but I think you make a good point. Rom somehow like the best, one of the best players in the world. What is he? Top two, three, yeah. and he's not even being talked about. So yeah, really, that's a great point. <clears throat> Um, let's go two guys who can go absolutely nuclear on the golf course. Um, one of them was mentioned earlier in this pod, Hideki Matsuyama, head-to-head versus terrible Terrell Hatton. Wow. <laughs> has would, been uh, balling. I would love to
1: see this match, especially if it was like a real head-to-head and Terrell started losing his shit and then Hideki started <laughs> like... Pausing at the top to fuck with him, that'd be great. Uh, I'm going with Terrell this week, because I think Terrell's got a shot at winning.
2: Okay. Vince? Uh, Even though Hideki played great last week, um, I'm on Hatton, too. I think if it is really wet Thursday, Friday, that Hatton, good old English guy, wherever the hell he's from... (laughs) 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 <laughs> he's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna play better. In, wherever in the, in the, the hell he's in from, in the wet
1: conditions. Oh, I love
0: where wherever the fuck that guy's from, Obi hope he yeah, wins. We can we can replay that clip. <laughs> yeah, that's that might be. Now I'm kind of rooting for Hatton. I'm gonna pick Hatton too. I I think he's that guy gets so much out of whatever his game is. Like that swing is not pretty. That ball flight is not the best in the world. He hits some clankers and he wins really hard golf tournaments often. So. Patton, uh, I I would agree there. All right, we're going to go with two guys who seemingly have been constantly there in a bunch of tournaments this year, a bunch of tournaments over the last couple of years. Um, Similar games. They're just very similar players. X-Man, Xander, head-to-head with Vinny's horse, JT. Well,
2: there's a cut this week.
0: Yeah, of course there's a cut. <laughs> no, well, what
2: kind of common is that? Well, Xander no, know is known for being the, the no-cut no cut king. king. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, again, I think this is JT's week. Um, I, you know, I'm 100% on him for, for all the right reasons, too.
1: I'm riding with Vinny's boy, JT. Just
0: mm-hmm. for Vince. Yeah, I might just do this for you, Vince, and ride with JT. Man, it's tough because Xander really is good at Augusta. I'll go JT. All right, I'll go JT. All right, this is in the neck. This is like um, the the final sort of uh,
1: co-main event.
0: Uh, no, because we. You know what? I shouldn't even say that. I forgot that I put a couple of these other ones in here that are kind of like fun ones. All right, two Aussies head to head. A guy who always plays great there, and a guy who actually won there. Jason Day head to head with Adam Scott. Wow. I mean, uh,
1: J
2: Day. Okay. Yeah, I would say Jason Day right now, just based on form. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Even though he didn't play particularly great on Sunday here in Houston, he still shot at, what eight under on the event. Um, he there hasn't been a word about him having a back problem. I think he could probably have a pretty good week still.
0: Yeah, I think I think. Uh... Jason Day deserves some focus. He plays so good there. He has been playing a lot better. Um, we haven't heard a lot about injury stuff. I'm going to ride with with Day as well. Uh, I think that, that would be a phenomenal storyline. As much as I'm not a huge Jason Day fan, I, I think it would be really cool to see him contend and potentially win at a place he's come close before. All right. Two um, golfers sort of lost in the woods. We've got all substance, no, or all style, no substance. Ricky Fowler versus the uh, the man just kind of wandering in the wilderness. Jordan Spieth, head to head at Augusta, mind you.
2: <laughs> the two best friends having mediocre years at best. Well, um, yeah, you know, I don't even know which way to lean. <laughs> I truly don't even know which way to lean here.
1: Can I vote for other?
2: Can
0: I vote? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. And I to write-in.
1: I, put... <laughs> I write-in. <laughs> should,
0: should we write? Should it be Ricky versus Jordan versus oh, but... Smiley Kaufman? Yeah, I'd probably take.
1: <laughs> I'd probably take Smiley because
0: because <laughs> he's not playing.
1: Yeah, uh, I think hilarious. I'll take Ricky. I guess because I think I just I don't think Jordan's there. I know he's played well okay. at Augusta. It's kind of his home, but it, I mean, so it's not Ricky happening probably. right now.
2: Yeah, well, let's see. Ricky's got
1: Oh, Ricky's had some top 5s there, a couple. I think he
0: has a top 10. I know 10 he the has the other sec- other yeah, I know he has a second.
2: One. Yeah. Wow. So he's got three top 10s and two other top 15s. So, five top 15s if you will. Well, really good. Oh, uh, Bence, that's a really that's a really good pairing, Jake. In terms Thanks. of two guys who are not playing well, who have good history at Augusta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just going to pick speed. Uh, maybe he overcomes. Okay. I'm
0: picking, I'm picking speed too. Uh, I just, if it was in this head to head, I will pick Speeth. I think uh, his, whatever, around, the whatever magic he suddenly has at Augusta, there'll be enough of it to beat Ricky um, overall. So, all right, here we go. We have two left to go here. All right. This, First guy is the defending champ, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. He had on the, the Neptune green mock neck with the blue pants, which was a great look for Tiger um, in the practice round. We're going to put him head-to-head with another Masters champ. This guy is experimenting a little bit, though. He's got a 47 and inch driver in the bag, and he's got the same clubs that I think like Chris probably plays on the weekend. He's testing out some new irons here. Phil Mickelson, head-to-head this week.
2: I'm 100 percent on Tiger for this. We've we witnessed Phil play, <laughs> <I warned you laughs> as to of, of late. Phil playing, that's right. Yeah. Um, God, he was just all over the fucking map this past weekend. I uh, just <laughs> whatever he's doing, I just don't know how he can find even ground with what he's trying to accomplish within four days. So, uh, yeah, I'm on Tiger.
1: I think it actually could be closer because I, to be honest and the at Augusta is wider than people think and Phil could spray it a little bit. Um, and and I, the, really the thing there is when you, when you hit misses, just make sure you hit them in the right spot. Um, so I think that it could be, it could be closer than people think, but I think tiger is, uh, it definitely wins that match.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going tiger here. I mean, I watched like very, little of phil's round but there was plenty of times where he was just in a different zip code the guy has turned he's definitely gotten longer but he was always kind of an iffy driver of the golf ball and his getting length has hurt him yep. um and i i also just think he's just like kind of going crazy like i saw a clip of him like putting with a driver i didn't know what the fuck was happening with that so i don't know i think i'm just out on whatever's left in phil's tank i'm going with tiger all right last one this one is the, the, the championship match. Just two, like, beefy bulls. This does not involve bracing, <laughs> by the way. This just involves, like, two absolute bros just going to bro out against each other in, like, a bro, a total bro-fest. We got Brooks Kepka head-to-head versus his former best friend, DJ. His former <laughs> best friend.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, what do we think?
2: That's, a tough one. Yeah, it's very That's tough, a tough one, yeah. Brooks catching good, some good form. DJ having an incredible year. Like I'm just going to I'm just going to go with DJ. Uh I don't I don't think he's going to lose form all of a sudden at this event.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go push. You- they both tie. Ooh, I I didn't even give that option, but I think I'll allow it for this one because I was I'm very borderline on this. So I like that. I'm gonna go Brooks. Uh, yeah. I just I I don't know. I got a feeling. So they're yeah. both be there on Sunday, I can tell you that. They're, I oh, yeah. definitely agree. I think it would be so sick if maybe they're not in the last pairing, but let's say they're in the second to last pairing, those two, and they gotta go out there and try to like really kind of snatch it, you know what I mean? Oof, that could be some good viewing. So okay, those, those are my head-to-heads. Uh, I'll update them after we, you know, we see the action. Love it. All right, guys. Uh, well, Benny, you got something? No, I
2: was just. I'm sitting here looking at at my sheet, and <coughs> I clicked on Danny Willett's name, who's in the field, of course, a Masters champion as well. James yeah, gifted that. I know. Sad. Sad day. <laughs> And then we saw Molinari We said that you were on Willett that year. You made money. <laughs> I was, I was. Which is wild. Um <laughs> Between I was thinking between he and Molinari, who has a better finish? Which is a guy who's got Ooh. one of the most meteoric collapses and a guy who's got a master's win that nobody remembers.
0: That's a great call. Willett's um, actually played pretty well the last yeah, six months. I'll probably go with Willet. I would probably go Will it too? I don't. <clears throat> Molinari just got absolutely Tiger effect. Like he's still get, he's still wavy from that. He's never been the same guy. Yeah, agreed.
2: Fair. All right, Dougie.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: All right, guys. Well, that uh, it's been a great talk about the Masters. My favorite episode of the year, always. Uh, best time of the year. Super excited that we have another one of these in five months. So uh, super pumped there. Uh, Next episode, we'll reveal our Gentleman's Cup spot that was locked in. We'll talk about that maybe and uh, preview uh, the courses there uh, and talk about a couple other things. But uh, guys, yeah, I mean, just sit back and and relax. Enjoy the Masters this week. Uh, If you have a chance, get out and play. Uh, Vinny and I are prepping for Member Member next week at the Cone. So, uh, we're going to try out this weekend. I'm I'm disappointed. I was supposed to be in North Carolina with Jakey, but uh, weather sucks. Not uh, looking good. It always rains on us for some reason when we go there, and it's supposed to rain all weekend for that hurricane coming through. I think the same weather <laughs> that's supposed to hit Georgia. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, everybody, if you have a chance, get out and play. So, we're, we're not doing that. I'm staying in town. Uh, my sister and future brother-in-law are going to come in early, so – Instead of going out to see them, they're coming here. So probably playing at the cone. I'm actually off tomorrow, playing tomorrow. So I'll get maybe I'll get a couple of videos out there. Uh, but if not, man, coverage is going to be on ESPN Plus in the mornings, and then switching over to the national uh, carriers in the afternoon. Um, and and just enjoy it, man. This is a this is a great event. Like Jake said, I think this is a chance for golf to just shine even more because it it's really the only thing on still, uh, and all these other sports are still struggling with COVID. And golf's done a a decent job yeah um but uh yeah that's all i got benny take us home
2: all right bowlers we appreciate it as always you know how special this week is masters week if you're getting out there to play golf get out early saturday because you're gonna want to be in front of your tvs on saturday and sunday all right we'll be talking to you after the masters thanks again